Ladies, gentlemen, and all those in between, welcome once again to the Novice Elitist. Today we'll be doing a page-by-page -page comic review of JLA Earth 2. Highly anticipated, right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, following up on our last um, comic book review, which I think did decently okay. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to doing more of those episodes. Yeah, it's not going to be three hours long. Yeah, this one will be a little bit more consumer friendly to uh, put in those kind of crass terms. Yeah, not even that long. Uh, I actually don't have a page count on this one. No, they don't put a page count, which is a little strange. I'm not sure why that is. I mean, the internet exists, so we could look it up, but... Well, they do have this script in the back. Maybe they say the page count in there, but... Uh, anyway, so yes, or JLA Earth 2, written by Grant Morrison and uh, uh, drawn, excuse me, by Frank Quietly, or a.k.a. Uh, Vincent. Oh, uh, I already exited away from his name. Uh, let's quickly look. <laughs> um, Vincent Dagon? Dagon. 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 <laughs> he, he's Scottish. Yeah, isn't Morrison Scottish too? Yeah, he is. Mm. Yeah, maybe they're old buds. Oh yeah, they certainly. He's his um. He's his artist for All Star Superman. Yeah, and uh, We Three, which I read in prep for this uh, review here. Would you want to do a Wii 3 review of that at some point? Uh, Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind. It's really short, though. Really short little book. It's almost something we could just talk about in a speakeasy rather than dedicate a whole episode to. Very well. Uh, letter by Kenny Lopez. Uh, color and separation by Laura Martin and Wildstorm FX. I don't know if that has any relation to Wildstorm, the, the comic, or not, but... No clue. Anyways, <laughs> let's... Let us begin. Uh, bring your digital copy up, your actual issues or your original uh, graphic novels if you have them, or your editions that we have, which is the bundled edition with Earth 2. Or, sorry, Chris, on two Earths. Yep, get it to page stamp zero, you know. And, uh, oh, yeah, there you go. Sorry, <laughs> looking at the back, pardon me. Uh, Frank went quietly born in uh, Glasgow in 1968, pardon me. 68, good year. In the back. Anyways, sorry, what were you saying, sir? No, oh, I was just making a stupid joke. But yeah. <laughs> Get it to uh, page one, I guess. Yeah, before we jump into the book, um, just to discuss a little bit of the background of it with you. Go ahead. Did you have a lot of interest in reading this book? Like, did you read it before you bought this graphic novel that we both have here? Yes, I knew nothing whatsoever. When I bought this back in 2015, I didn't know what Earth 2 was. Oh, okay. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I think me and you were both just buying it because it was that they were doing that cool little thing at the time when they were releasing them with the movie versions in the back. Yeah, this was the first because we both bought these and I bought this and I think Wonder Woman or no, I bought Wonder Woman at Chapters. I bought JL, JLA Earth 2 and Death of Superman both at Best Buy. Again, always Best Buy. Yep, that's where I bought mine as well. And I also bought uh, the Dark Knight Returns that they released this way. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have that one either. Shoot, should have bought that. Yeah, I wish I bought the other ones. <laughs> did they uh, with with Dark Knight Returns? Did they have both versions in there, or just like part one? Um. Yeah, it was both of them. Okay, nice. Did it have the DVDs also? Um. I, you know, I'll just quickly grab it and take a look. I'm sitting right beside it now with my new novice latest room here. Wow, that's funny. 
because I was just holding the Earth 2 one and I picked this one up. It's so much heavier. <laughs> a lot more weighted, let's put it that yeah. way. Frank Miller loves to pack his books full. Yes, he does. And that was a graphic novel. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? That wasn't actually single issues. Or maybe it was. Oh, uh, I feel like it was released in issues. Yeah, I, I don't believe this was a graphic novel. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I mean, it is now, but... Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let me... Yeah, it came with the DVD. It also came with a disc that was not... Um, it came with three discs, and the other one's in a little shitty little slipcase. Oh, no. Because they didn't make a slot for it. But well, what can you do? They wanted to include the special features, so... Yeah, that's fair. Give some bang for your buck. So it's got one Blu-ray disc. Does it have both parts in it, or just one? Uh, both parts. Okay. Nice. Okay, it was a complete version. Yeah, but then a DVD version of the same disc, and then special features disc. Okay. You think you'd be able to fit all like the special features on a Blu-ray, but... <laughs> Yeah, not a Blu-ray engineer, so I, I could be wrong. Interesting. I've never looked at the features on this disc. Maybe I should. Looks like they have some good ones. Oh, but anyway, well, that's a review for another day. Yes, of course. Anyway, so I'll get to page zero, I guess, as we start on the uh, watchtower, at least Earth 2's watchtower. You know, see... I don't, I don't know if this was meant to fool audiences into thinking, or readers, excuse me, into thinking that this was the Justice League, especially if you go to the next page and we see that ultra, it's, instead of Superman, we see it's all a guy with a U on his back, on his cape, excuse me. Mm-hmm. The upside down cape, or the upside down symbol. What do you think about that choice right off the bat? Because we'll be talking a lot about the direct parallels kind of reversed. Yeah, this whole book is like supposed to be mirror opposites. You know what I... <laughs> Uh, it's funny how to say this, but again, there's like, I wish no, cause Morrison's way better than I am ever. But like, I wish, I wonder if he had, he may have had this thought. He may have had this thought of what if he had the whole book backwards. So it was instead of like right to left, it was, or left to right, excuse me. It was right to left, like a manga almost. Like the, yeah. Manga form. Yeah. DC probably would have been like, nah, no, nah, now you're getting too clever. Go back to your little writer's room. We'll take care of the printing. Heck, he could even... That would have been funny if he had inverted the whole... Like, all the all the Earth 2 dialogue is inverted. And or not even the text, but... Yeah, the text boxes. <laughs> not even the text boxes, but, like, Frank quietly would have to, like, invert the image. Oh. That'd be interesting. And not only that, but, like, all the... All the... Like, if, the, if Earth 1... And we're going to have to... Yeah, we're referring... So, Earth 1 is where Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman and the rest of Just League are. And then... Earth 2 is where Ultraman, Owlman, and Superwoman and the rest of the crime syndicate of America, pardon me, mm. are all located. Just to, sorry, just to establish things when I say Earth 1 and Earth 2. So Earth Earth 2 would have to be not even colored properly, or it's not even drawn in... So instead of using like black a black marker, he'd have to use like a white marker on black paper. Good grief. <laughs> God dang, I'm getting ideas on this one. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> make things way too complicated i guess it uh, shouldn't the yeah i guess shouldn't the moon be going would they really be on the moon wouldn't they be on earth because if the, if just league's watchtower is on the moon then the opposite wouldn't they be underwater yeah now we're getting into some of the problems that i've got here yeah <laughs> in terms of all right we'll get to those problems eventually but anyway yeah ultraman's <laughs> basically uh explaining that somebody's escaped or he has escaped and we we do the, the it's the whole like we don't say his name because 
it's kind of obvious in in universe who it is but to us the readers we don't know immediately and we see explain where the technology came from or at least where how the guy got a hold of it and you know one, one of them pop one of them posits espouts what should we do but yeah thank you it's posits uh what should we do and it's like make the most of it uh says the guy with the big u in it and then we i guess he yeah he went around the sun so he kind of superman one <laughs> it yeah reversed uh something yeah exactly and uh goes back to earth but is it our earth also wait a minute if it's the reverse oh wait hang on maybe maybe i'm wrong on this i could be wrong on this but if you look at the first page go back to the very first page there's no stars in the background yeah i don't know if that's a intentional if if quietly was like okay or, or told by morrison i didn't read the back of the page i should have read the script but i don't know if there's any supposed to be any stars in the back but yeah i don't think there's any stars in this world except for the one star oh wait a minute shouldn't the sun not even be yellow yeah, I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too, but I didn't want to say it because that's again the stupidness of this <laughs> concept. I don't think we are thinking way too hard on this one. Okay, well, I guess I guess since we're mentioning, I'll just mention it right now. That's one of my problems. I don't think they quite they they push it so far that you'd think that they have to go all the way with it, but then they only go like three quarters of the way. Like they start saying <laughs> things like antichristing or God below, unholy. Yeah, God below. And so, and like, yeah, like, um, I guess we'll get into it more as the book goes along, but I yeah, just of course, that stuff is a little absurd. But anyway, this pod, sorry, this, this pod travels to our world now, but travels to earth two or earth one, excuse me. And we see, I like the background though, in, in page three, at least what I'm looking at where he, you know, goes past the sun and goes to earth. I like the, in the background of the panels, we see the moon, we see the stars and I guess we're in Kansas now. <laughs> Yep. I guess we're in Kansas now, everybody. Um, and we get these like two teenagers who are obviously supposed to be uh, XBs of Martha and Jonathan Kent. Yeah, I like the little uh, crypto freak joke where he's like, oh, don't get too close. It might give us weird powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, is that supposed to be what I think it's supposed to be? Ah, okay, makes sense. I mean, this was uh, what year did this come out, sir? I forget. 2000. 2000. So, mm. No, I don't know if that's a crypto freak joke nope. or not. Yeah, prior. But that might actually be a 60s or 50s Superman joke of like, since like Smallville, I think, wasn't fully. I mean, okay, I've never, I never like seen a full episode all the way through, but like, I'm. Oh, wow. I guess the subtle joke is that like they were pulling from 60s ideas of like, oh, yeah, meteorite lands on Earth and gives person powers. So maybe that's where he's poking fun at or getting the idea from. Yeah, but I'll just say I'm not a giant fan of Frank Quiley's art in this book, but I do really like um, how Luther looks during these two pages here. And I think it's four and five. Yeah, I think his uh, spacesuit. This is what I meant by a spacesuit or a spa, you know, spacesuit, but his uh, his suit, his arm, power armor. Um, it doesn't look anything like uh, Iron Man's armor. Nope. Uh, I mean, if you want to like argue that, oh, it's, look at his like chest symbol. It looks kind of like an arc reactor. Not really. I don't even see an L, which is funny. There's supposed to be an L there. What about that cod piece? Uh, that's <laughs> you won't see a cod piece on uh, Iron Man anytime soon. I know that for a fact. Nope. But yeah, with Frank Quietly's art, it's certainly. I think I fell in love with his art in All Star Superman. But he's certainly, yeah, he's certainly an interesting artist. I will say that. I I think in terms of like 
technical work. He he does a great job with like machinery and really intricate pieces. It's just the faces in particular that I don't care for. I don't know if it's that. I think he actually does a very good job with faces, but it's so I'm not I, I'm not gonna say lifelike, but I'm nor nor for realistic, but he he gets it down very well. Yeah, like that looks like a human face, and maybe there's an uncanny valley um, trope going on here. Certainly on Lex, certainly on Lex. But look at like the two rubes that found him. Like I think those faces are just kind of sketchy looking. Not sketchy as in <laughs> shady, but <laughs> that's fair. I th- you know what it is? I I wonder if it's a because it's taken in a a single picture, uh, a single frame almost it looks ugly but if you saw it in animation it looks really nice oh yeah yeah there's a a sort of element of um heavy metal that i could see as art in if you get my drift there oh that's a good point yeah i think i know what you mean or heavy durant so what it's called in french (laughs) i think well maybe not heavy but something durant (laughs) actually i just I, i really like his um with his helmet there I like how you can see the reflection of uh, the two farmers or the couple mm-hmm. uh, in his reflection. That's pretty cool. You know, just with the stars and the moon, that's a really standout. One of the best uh, piece of art in this book, I think. Yeah, this is a very nice uh, one page. I don't know if you want to like, I don't know if there's any subtle like messages of the fact that the moon's, you know, full behind him and he's like, it's it's hovering above him. It's like, is that supposed to be some like heavenly thing? I don't know. <laughs> I, I Thinking don't, too much I don't, about it. Could be. Could be that's like his halo, but but anyway, let's move on. <laughs> so next page, yeah, nice two page spread here. Yes, we get uh, not the Trinity, but a Trinity of characters, and then we get the roster down there, the cast. Yep, uh, Crime Syndicate of America, which I also got a question why they have a K in there if it's primarily British slang but whatever yeah there's there's so many weird little things like that they decide to throw in that i don't get um i still question why we don't have counterparts for aquaman and motion manager but that's just me yeah they limited it very very uh slim in this one for some reason you know trinity and then the other two primaries like the two jokesters yeah but on the next page we get uh our regular jla rescuing this crashing plane I like that Kyle Rayner pulls out that giant fan. I thought that was yep. pretty cool. <laughs> I love the fact that, and I'm pretty sure Young Justice established this as well, uh, the Telvin show, excuse me, that Martian Manhunter basically creates a telepathic link uh, between all the characters, and they did that also, uh, at least Miss Martian did that in the uh, Young Justice t- television show, at least a clip from what I saw of it. And I think that's really cool. I hope that mm-hmm. uh, if there's ever another Justice League, even live action or fully animated like feature length movie all right martian manor is present with the justice league i hope they keep that in there as well because i think that's a cool idea of audiences might not like it because it's like oh they're not talking with their mouths but and it might be hard for the actors to act but it's just a cool way of like each of the characters knowing what's happening with each other no yeah it is cool and it's also cool seeing martian manhunter and um superman just crushing down the plane debris into like this tiny little ball oh yeah that's pretty cool oh did you like the uh you like the flying monkeys that kyle rayner makes as well i did like that yeah i love all the constructs he does in this yeah he does some really good constructs on this i i, I must appreciate that uh oh yeah so um flash pulls out a um a one dollar bill yeah i was about to say do, should we get to that here or should we get to it when they bring it up later 
Uh, it's actually, yeah, for, since it comes up later, let's let's do that. But we'll leave it on that first. Uh, sure. Weird, weird thing, though, when um, Wonder Woman's talking about how, like, the hearts are on the right side of the chest or the body, excuse me, her if you look at her lasso of truth there, it's glowing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I feel like it's like glowing like every time you see it in this, but may- maybe I'm thinking of the other version. Well, if you look at the panel right before that, she's it's not glowing. Oh, oh yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, no, I think it is glowing actually in that other one. And oh, the panel right before it. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess yeah. Never mind. Okay, I thought it was like something to do with her powers, but I guess not. Okay, it's always glowing. Fair enough. You got me there because I looked at a few other panels. It's like before. Yeah, you're right. It's 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 not. Yeah, but just an example of one of the things I don't like with Frank Quietly's art. If you look at Kyle Rayner up in the corner um, when he's got the monkeys, yep. just like look at the weird kind of um, stance he's in. Not, not necessarily a stance. But pose. Yeah, pose. I, I don't think it's a very... It just looks kind of... I don't know what. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Unnatural? No, it, it, it just... It looks more silly, I think, than heroic. Maybe that's one of the personal choices. I just, I don't know. I I don't feel like his art necessarily displays the superheroes in the way that I particularly like. Okay. So that could just be a, a stylistic choice, actually. He also really likes muscles. Yes, he does, which I, I don't know. Sometimes it's a bit too much. Like, I think his Martian Manhunter here is a little bit too bulked up. Oh, he's he's a beefy boy, eh? Yeah, his head, and also Frank quietly loves to kind of um, accentuate the brow structure. Yeah. Everyone has these giant brows. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, so yeah, he Superman pulls out the flight recorder and finds out that Lex is behind this again. Or at least that's what he assumes. Yeah, Lex is, his name is involved, basically, or is, is spoken of in the flight recorder, I believe. Yeah, there's one more thing I want to point out before I get away from this plane crash thing is um, the ship or the plane having a burning cross and the KKK uh, thing on it. I, I, this never comes back. I don't really understand why it was here. Like what purpose it was meant to get across. Was it just a joke or? Uh, it's probably just like a one scene thing. But also I wonder why it's not an upside down burning cross <laughs> see there again yeah it just it doesn't i don't know it, it it i'll say the first time i read this i thought that was going to come back and like the alternate universe was going to be like this massively white supremacist dominated universe you think that so the fact that it's just here for this kind of one-off gag somewhat leaves a bad taste in my mouth a little bit like it just feels like quite a reference to pull out for no reason you wish they they followed up on it, eh? Yeah, it it's just such kind of like a heated um, kind of image to throw in there just as a gag, I, I would think. And the other thing is that if it's if like America is supposed to be like British run, at least I think it is. At least my interpretation of it is. Why is the KKK involved? Because they're primarily a. I don't know if they're. I don't know if you would like make the argument like they're. <laughs> I don't really if, if I, don't, I don't see it being a stretch of like saying like the KKK are connected to the British that I don't I don't know about that. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that when we get to the British bit because I don't think we read that quite the same way. That's fair. Okay. Anyway, so next we have uh good morning Miss Teschmacher. 
Tessmacher. I do quite like this scene. Tessmacher. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if she looks like um, that actor from Superman one. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Yeah. But I like that Lex shows up and is like, ah, the old Lex is kind of an asshole. So I'm just going to you know, give all of his employees a, a 200% raise. And, you know, I, I thought it was kind of weird that he said, give the president my love or something. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Something like that. Tell the president I love him very much. It's like, uh, I don't, I don't quite get where that's coming from, but I guess if we see later on the, um, how the presidency works in earth two, maybe that's what he means. I don't know. I do love his giant desk though. That's just so badass. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's supposed to be a tree. Yep. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's wow. That's awful. <laughs> it's so cool though. God dang. What a great desk. Yeah. That's a comic book thing. Yep. Jeez. He has that much money. Anyway. Yeah. The justice league show up and they once again, want to take him in always assuming the worst for poor Lex. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> or Alexander, I should say, for this guy. He, yeah, yeah, I like that he prefers his name, actual, actual name of Alexander instead of just Lex. And he explains to them pretty much right off the bat where he's coming from about him being from another world, or another Earth, I should say. Yep. That he calls it a... What is it? He has a kind of a cool line here. He says, um, I'm from the far side of the mirror, Superman. Yes. So that was a nice line. But he says that their uh, Earth orbits their star in counterclockwise direction. I I don't know about that. That would change a lot. <laughs> like our po- their their poles are probably flipped, whereas our poles aren't. Um, their ocean tides go a different way. Which how does that even work? All the currents go differently. Salmon street, salmon go towards the ocean and not. Oh wait, no, sorry, go into. Wait. <laughs> No, they yeah they go into the land instead of going out to sea. Birds fly north to the winter or the summer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and see, that's what's annoying is I don't feel like they they probably did the same thing that we're doing right now, where we try to think it through and be like, ah, I don't know, that's just silly. So a lot of this just feels like kind of a a bad joke. I <laughs> uh, also like the fact that this this uh, Alexander Luthor has super strength. I don't know how much, but he, I don't know if he has equal amounts to, you know, Earth One Superman or just Superman, excuse me, but certainly enough for him to go like, you know, that's strength. Who mm-hmm. are you? It's like, yeah, fair enough, eh? Yeah, then we get this. This is actually a great um, two page spread here again, where we see uh, Metropolis, then all this money floating down. I love the little kid looking up, and then this old, this other dude just steps right on his back just to get a little bit higher up. Yeah, there's a kid. Not even that. But there's a yeah. There's a guy that's like stepping on the first child we see. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. Yeah, the kid's looking up all like in wonder, and the guy just steps on his back to get a little higher reach. Yeah, and if you look too in the sec- the third um, little panel there, you can see a cop chasing that guy with his uh, baton raised. Oh yeah, that's right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. Just Ultraman. He's just such a little bastard. He's just doing it just to fuck with them, basically. Why is the Daily Planet there? Yeah, it should be called like the weekly, um, I don't know what. <laughs> or the, the yearly uh, uh, asteroid, maybe? I don't know. Or let's be honest here, it should be called the Daily Bugle. No. <laughs> yeah. That's what it should be, but it's not. Um, I'm even questioning. I Do we see a, hang on, let me see if, because we end up in Metropolis. So it's sunny and bright, and it's supposed to be wintered there. 
Yeah, I'm still quite like, what the f- guys? Oh, actually, you just you can't even think about it. It's just not. I know. I, I'm just gonna have to. First off, I just realized that we see. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, kind of like the Fantastic Four's Baxter Building, where like sometimes artists will render it as like it's an like if you look at it from a bird's eye view, uh, it's a it's a four, which is stupid, but it's it's comic books and it's great. Uh, if you look at if you look back at LexCorp's building, it's a giant L. Quickly flip back to that page, miles back. Oh yeah, that is. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't realize that. That's awesome. That's, that's another stupid thing. It's that's similar to um in the New Fifty Two Green Arrow. Uh, when one of the show I forget who it was. When one of the showrunners wrote for uh, New Fifty Two Arrow, uh, he had Oliver Queen's company be a quiver, and then he had Malcolm Merlin's company be uh, a, a, a a king piece set or chess piece. Excuse me. Oh, I don't know anything about those that character. So it's <laughs> I know what you mean, but yeah, that's fair. But um, but I, what I was looking for was in the background. You can clearly see um, from LexCorp building, you can see the Daily Planet right there. Yep. I different architecture, man. Like if you're going with opposites, like come on, different architecture, different styles of of clothing as well. It shouldn't. Should... They weren't thinking that deeply. That's that's part of the problem. I know. You know what? Like, I know it sounds wrong, but we're. Gonna, I'm gonna. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but we're gonna be. I'm gonna be thinking that the whole time. It's like the architecture should be really different. It should feel like it's more Art Deco. It should be more like I think German expression, where it's that like nightmarish look to it. That's what makes the book a little bit annoying in that way, because it's like uh, you guys, you we'll we'll get into it again we'll draw these comparisons as we go all these pins we got to come back to them but yeah also so this is what is what what number is this or not one number one dollar bill so i guess that's benedict arnold yep that's benedict okay. arnold again okay yeah. okay uh, but we see ultraman up there just dropping the money so here's the panopticon which i guess is the super or the fortress of solitude equivalent yeah, I suppose yeah. so. It's a cool design. Was this the Panopticon? I thought it was on the moon. Oh, maybe it was. I guess this is the Forest of Solitude. Yeah, I thought this was just like his little base that he floats around in. Maybe. Let's see here. Oh, yes, you're right. Sorry, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm stupid. That The beginning it was called the Panopticon, yeah, instead of the Watchtower. Now, that's weird because the Panopticon is supposed to be actually something similar to what we're looking at right here, where it's you're well, supposed to be seeing it from all around the Earth. Or not all around the earth, but it's like the, let me see, the, the the office is supposed to be in the center, and then you're supposed to be able to see all the cells around it, like the Coliseum almost. Yeah, I mean, a watchtower and a panopticon are not quite that different, but yeah, it'd more be in the center, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Superman, he's, he's dropping that money down, or Ultraman, I should say. Yeah. Just to be a dick to crash their economy, and some guy down there on the street realizes it, and he's like, that fucker up there it's fake again yeah and i love that ultraman just blows him away just just like yeah you're you're done bud yeah don't insult me with an earshot i love that yeah i can't yeah i can't find anything that says what this thing's called but i kind of assume it's the fortress of solitude or the full fortress of big brother or i don't know what oh yeah or not even fortress of <laughs> the um the observatory i'm just, i'm gonna call it that because it literally is that. Sure, that works. Something's a first success, yeah. Um, yeah, but Brainiac lets him know. Big Brother is watching you. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, okay. That's a, that's a thing. 
Um, but I wonder, yeah, I wonder if uh, Ultraman and all his counterparts, I wonder if all his counterparts have, uh, or not his villain, excuse me, his rogues gallery. I wonder if he's also converted them all to his, um, to his side. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you mean? Oh, his rogues gallery. Oh, interesting. Uh, or yeah, maybe not because if you look when he, uh, is calling a meeting with the crime syndicate, uh, we see inside there. We get a little nice little shot of the inside of his observatory where we have a giant, not giant, but we have a piece of rock in the center. Yeah, anti-kryptonite. You know, floated, floating with anti-kryptonite. Yeah, with that, that's the power source because it's different there. Wait a minute. Oh, that's an interesting shot. He's he's not he's not wearing gloves. Interesting. Whereas he's wearing gloves in the um, in the previous scenes. That's weird. That is odd. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like why they made that choice. So we have okay. So we have henchmen there. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, there's the gorilla. By the way, I just realized there's the gorilla in the background. So we'll see that gorilla later on. Yep. Um, there's a sleeping human in there. I don't know what that is. I wonder if the ball city of Candor is in here or the equivalent. Pardon me. Yeah, but he's he's calling the meeting because Brainiac let him know that they did verify the existence of a matter continuum. Yes. And so he's wanted to form a little group to. I guess we'll discuss what they want to discuss when we get to that scene, but. Looks like Jay Garrett's helmet almost. I know it's probably not, but it looks kind of like his helmet-ish. Got some bones, skeletons of and heads of people. I don't know who that's supposed to be. And a, a, a hand. Is it supposed to be a Mattel's hand? Some keys. A head that looks like Brainiac's? I don't even know. Anyway, so back on back on our Earth. Back on Earth 1, excuse me. in uh, On the Watchtower. Very nice looking Watchtower, by the way. Certainly not the one from, uh, from Justice League, but... I don't know if this is the version he was using in his uh, run on GLA, but anyway, probably we have a similar situation to the movie or to the movie where we kind of get a glimpse of not glimpse. We, we get a, um, a brief synopsis of what's going on from Luthor and then Batman's just like, or, or, will, will you help us? And you know, yep. Batman's like, I say no. Yeah. And he, d- he doesn't, really even give a reason he's just kind of like yeah hey, we got our own stuff going on i don't really care about your other universe so just kind of screw off it's about a city and it does make me wonder like well why are you with justice like if you only care about gotham it's like um okay yeah and wonder woman decides to put it to a vote and the vote ends up going and goes in luther's direction yeah but john jones and aquaman decide to stay back and so batman's like okay i guess i'll go which again, I thought was a little strange. Yeah, I don't know why. Especially, I guess again, just like Aquaman or similar to Batman, Aquaman is very you know staunchly trying to only stay here with his city or sorry, uh, stay with the oceans and watch over them. Fair enough, that is kind of a big place, but it would be nice to see his counterpart. Yeah, that's why I don't get why Batman doesn't stay. I get they want him to go because of the whole Thomas Wayne thing. But they don't give a good enough reason in the story as to why he put up that fight in the first place just to back down immediately. I'll take the vacation. Interesting. Yeah, I I, I didn't quite get that. But, but anyway, moving away from that. <laughs> so they arrive in, well, they, they, they set off and uh, again, Superman won uh, around the sun and get into the other Earth. Oh, we'll see that later. But first we have yeah, a little interruption to see Owlman, our introduction to him, really. So this is, I believe, Thomas Wayne. Yep, Thomas Wayne. I think, yeah. That's funny. When um, when Owlman 
starts like, you know, attacking these guys and then he lands inside the dumpster. Uh, he has a airbag. It reminds me totally of that scene from Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol where, um, oh, what's that guy from Lost Name? Uh, Josh something. Oh, Holloway. Yeah, Holloway. Thank you, Josh Holloway. Where at the beginning of that movie, he used an airbag as well uh, after, just to slow down his impact of the ground. Oh, interesting. It's been quite a while. Um, but then the next page we see, you know, he's in a tight spot. He's got two cops on him and then they get vaporized. And I don't know how, if it was by Superwoman or not. I think it was Superwoman. Yeah. So does she have Superman's powers as well? Um, I, I'm pretty sure she does have like the same powers. Yeah. Okay. They don't, they don't fully explain it, but it's hinted at a few times. Well, she doesn't have, yeah, I guess so. She doesn't have, that's, that's interesting. She doesn't have a lasso or a lasso of truth equivalent. So I think she does. I think she has it later. Oh, maybe it's like a, not a lasso, but it's maybe it's something like that has to do with lies or something. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see. Maybe I'm mistaken, but I'm pretty sure she does have one. But anyway, we get everybody's favorite. Oh yeah. And looks like Almond's got something with a, oh yeah. What does it say? Satan knows where the where he finds them, but they'll all be here on this disc. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we should explain a little bit this, but Thomas Wayne um, is trying to win back Gotham from Owlman's kind of um, reign of terror. And uh, boss Gordon, apparently. And boss Gordon. Yep. And so right when he thought he had him cornered and they were going to go blast him, Superwoman showed up and killed the two cops and took him away to go answer uh, Ultraman's call. Because they were kind of, they're kind of busy right now as uh, more immediate matters are need to be dealt with. Oh, wow. I just noticed that Owlman's holding the disc in the rain that he's like, this has all the information on all of Wayne's men. Yeah. He's just holding it exposed to the rain. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I was like, oh yes, the disc right there. <laughs> Where's his other hand? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's in. Oh, wow. Actually, you could, you could see Superwoman in his, um, in uh, one of his goggles in right when he's uh covered yep. i didn't realize that. that's really nice yeah he's quietly's got a very nice attention to detail absolutely he does yeah, and we see that Owlman and uh, superwoman have a little bit of a relationship going on yeah all those uh all those fans that always want to see bats and one day you get uh get together well you get the earth two counterparts sort of i guess yeah then we get kind of another cool scene here with the csa meeting they're all sitting around chatting about this other world and talking about raising the Jolly Roger. Or I guess not the other world yet, about kind of uh, running Rampage on their own world. Yeah. Since Luther's gone. Qui Bono. Sweet Bono, <laughs> excuse me. Like, I got that wrong as well. Um, let's see. So in the background, if we have, let's see, Dr. Noon. So that's Dr. Midnight. We have White Cat. So I guess Black Cat or Wild Cat. Spaceman. I don't know what the, who that's supposed to be. Uh, I just love the fact, like how Superwoman looks and uh, when they're to- hoisting to the Jolly Roger, <laughs> and yeah, he she's she's just unimpressed. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, then Owlman talks about the pirate drivel. Like clearly, he doesn't care either. Ultraman was just saying oh. that to please the other kind of adults. Okay, so you don't think he's British? Okay, who? Um, oh, that's funny. Um. I always thought Ultraman was supposed to be the evil, like, or was supposed to be British. 
but just because you know hoist the jolly roger but i guess that's i guess it's a little bit insensitive of me pardon me yeah i, I never got that sense but um oh i just realized as well funny enough because this is still in the era when dc was uh when all the superheroes had you know on un- was wearing that were wearing their underwear uh on the outside all of them don't have underwear i just realized that not underwear but like you don't see that it's that's that's interesting yeah, although I guess we'll talk about um, Superman's or Superwoman's uh, her little outfit that she's wearing a bit later on in terms of underwear. But oh, there it is. Yeah, what am I? How did I forget about this? Sorry, looking on the next page uh, as we see somebody doing a um, doing some drugs. Drugs are bad, kids. Okay. Yeah, it's Johnny Quick, right? Yep, Johnny Quick. Yeah, shooting up in order to be super speedy, and we find out a little <laughs> bit about um, what's it powering about his source of power with this. Uh, what does he say again? Um, some Tibetan freak called Volthrom? Volthum? Yeah. Volthum. Crawling around my head. So I wonder if this is Earth-based instead of it's alien-based. You would assume it would be. Yeah, it looks like it's maybe some sort of alien. It's difficult to say. I guess it's... I mean, it could be a demon. Yeah. yeah. Why is he green? He shouldn't be... He should be yellow. I was expecting him to be yellow. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally should be yellow. And I don't even know if it should be a ring. I know it sounds even stupider, but like, well, instead of a ring, what's the opposite of a ring? I guess either a necklace, maybe a bracelet. Yeah, I feel like a necklace would be the one to go with. Power necklace. I just <laughs> thought of something really stupid, but like, you know, in the day, how like a lot of Puritans were like, all right, you can't have any erections, kids. Like, masturbation's bad. You know those uh, those rings with the spikes on them that they would like stick on their... Um... Oh my God. Oh no. Yeah, imagine that. That's that's Yikes. a ring if I ever saw it. But well, but we do see um, Superwoman's uh, lasso of whatever. They don't explain it, but her lasso. They never say what it is, and it shouldn't be a lasso, but like something of lies, I guess, and it maybe compels you to lie or something like that. But uh, they have teleporters as well. Ultraman's grabbing all over her, trying to because I guess they had some sort of relationship in the past, or well, kind of still do, but. It's Earth 2, so you, you can definitely have these uh, the belligerent sexual tension on uh, everybody's part, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's only five teleporters. Interesting. So there never was any other members in this league. Interesting. Yeah, they really expanded upon in the uh, in the, in the movie, eh? Yep, in a much better way. Well, b- by the way, before back a page, uh, what do you think of some of the, the memorabilia behind in, in the uh, observatory? Where you see, like, the Statue of Liberty's head, which shouldn't exist... Uh, with a bullet in the head, almost, or yeah. a hole in its head. I don't really have much to say about that. I just, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, is that supposed to be Big Bertha's hat? Or, I, or, yeah, uh, Domino Mask? Interesting. Sorry, I'm just looking at more stuff. And then we see Greek. Again, wouldn't the Greek architecture not exist? That's a little weird. Yeah, but going past that, uh, Anyways, pardon me. So now we are in Metropolis. <laughs> the three racketeers. Nice. Wouldn't the movies be playing backward? Whatever. <laughs> Actually, I guess that was back in the day. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, now you're getting too distracted. Let's uh, let's yeah. get along here. <laughs> Great Krypton. Interesting. Let's. Uh... I don't know if there's a lot to talk about on this page. They they show up in the crime city or whatever. Batman goes to visit. Uh, it's Thomas Wayne, right? His dad. Is it two Thomases? Yeah, this is Thomas Wayne. 
Yeah, but doesn't he say that he also thinks that Batman is Thomas Wayne? So is it like a Thomas Wayne Jr.? Oh, you know who it might be? It might be Thomas Wayne Jr. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, so he Batman goes to pay his, his old daddy a visit and tells him I'm going to take down the whole regime. Just be ready for it and be ready to uh, do what needs to be done once yep. it's all solved. I also think there's some really good art here during this scene, I'll just say. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? Look, there is snow here. They're just being yep. a little bit, um, a little bit inconsistent with it. Oh wow, that tower in the background—I know it might look, be a radio tower. That looks like a kind of like Wonder City if you played Arkham City. It's interesting, or, or sorry, uh, Wonder T- Wonder Tower. Pardon me, Wonder Wonder Tower. Excuse me. I wish we had page numbers here. It'd be easier to go back into the. Look uh, it's when Batman's uh, walking up the wall—not walking up the wall, but um, vaulting over the wall—and we see uh, the lower half of Wonder Woman. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Right in the background looks like a set of, like a radio tower so radio tower but it's uh it looks like the wonder tower from arkham city then we have what is this royalist terrorist hang yeah but on that same panel that you were just discussing um uh wonder woman says evil isn't the reflection of good batman good is the reflection of good but that she turns out to be wrong there by the end of the book because that's not at all what they say by the end of it it's another yeah. odd thing <laughs> And I don't know if that's just the character herself believes that or and if she's just wrong or something. I don't know. Yeah. Did, did you did you get the sense in this book that they didn't exactly know where they were going until they got to the last third? That's a good question. <laughs> I know what you mean. Where like it's almost a waiting game of we just have to we'll go through the motions and then the revelation will come and it's just going to like shock us all like, oh, you didn't expect this to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it it, it kind of reminds me in some ways of the New Frontier, except it was more like in the New Frontier. There was just so much to pack in that some of the center stuff kind of got left to the side. Yeah. Until we got to the end. But with this one, it almost feels like they were just, for the most part, having fun with the concept. And then once they got to the end, they're like, oh, fuck, we need to find somebody to wrap this up. Uh, Brainiac's yeah. the big villain. <laughs> Spoilers. That's the sense I got. But... So uh, Johnny Quick's in the bathroom and goes. He goes out and then comes back. I love the after images, by the way. Those are really cool. Those are really cool. I, I think it's pretty f- unique. And then he, he goes in, sees like, oh, what's going on? And aware of a pra- plasma prison of unidentified origin. Yep, and I love another great f- uh, one-page spread of a green lantern putting his hands around the moon. I thought that looks really cool. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a one shot or there's a there's a page spread for you right there. And a good like depiction of uh, a good superhero pose. Oh, yes. And here we go with a s on the next set of pages here, a part that I really don't enjoy. <laughs> Daily Planet, Big Bingo, Big Dollars, Freak Show, Plane Crash, Hearts on Left side. That's interesting. Yep, a little bit of a setup there. Uh Hearts on the Left, yeah. Elvis execution, pay for view. Oh, geez. Picks, page 3D insert, interesting hero states to bomb evil Britain. What the? What does that even mean? Sex, sex, sex. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so here's Cat Grant. Um, she's heavily in super, the TV show Supergirl, played by Harrison Ford's wife, who I don't know much about. I'll say that. I don't know other stuff. Why she it, why'd she say. She went to powder her nose with little Jenny Olsen. She went to powder her nose with little Jimmy. I well, she said I, Jenny. 
Oh, Jenny Olsen. But it's still Jimmy, isn't it? Uh, was that like a what, what kind of remark is that? Well, maybe maybe Jimmy's Jenny. Well, <laughs> again, if this were really the way it should be, everybody's gender and her sex would be flipped. No, I, I think it was supposed to be some sort of homophobic remark because she also said, um, "A Lieutenant Clark Kent, what's with the wimp act? Uh, marriage, married to Queen bitch, you turned gay or something? What would she say here? They're turned you gay." Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of homophobic remark. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. I also like, I also dig Clark Kent's look, by the way. I love his, uh, I kind of like his mustache and I don't know if you like it or not, but I also like his sneaks okay. that he's wearing. He's wearing some white sneaks. You don't often see that. Yeah. But I really don't like this scene at all with Lois and Jimmy Olsen in the closet. I just felt like it was a little inappropriate. Well, like, this year. Again, it's it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, and he's like he likes watching her change, and she's like, um, it almost seems like she's getting some sort of weird sexual thrill from humiliating him. Oh, and there's the there's the I guess that's the lasso right there, which is a hangman's noose for some reason, which is that's I think that's a little more suggestive than yeah, like getting turned on to you know a woman changing into something else. But yeah, it's it's weird. And then she calls him a pervert afterwards. I, I just really don't like that. But it, it still goes into my, I guess it'll bring into my question. Well, no, I'll save it for later. I never mind. Cause Oh, look on the next page, we see both of them with their lassos again. Huh. I wonder what that yeah. lasso does. Okay. First off, if it's gold, if hers, if, if one of them is gold, technically it should be silver. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't think about <laughs> that. I, I do like the subtlety though. I do like the subtlety that they have with, um, super one's design though. I, uh, I know you're going to disagree with me on this one, but one, she has high heels and two, she has a cape. Whereas one wonder Woman has neither. So that's a cool, uh, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. That's a good opposite. I mean, I know we have another problem with her design, but we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it if, when it shows up a little more, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do. <laughs> but anyway, so she goes back to, so back at the Daily Planet, sorry, it was like um, the Fortress Now. I guess it's called the Fortress, but I'm calling it the Observatory because it looks like an observatory and a panopticon more than does the Watchtower. But anyway. Uh, what, what about the Fortress? Oh, that's uh, the, well, Clark Kent went into the, you know, burnt in the, what do you call it? Uh, etched into the doorway. Oh, the door. Yeah. Now. Yeah, sorry. Fortress Now, and she goes there. The, fort, the, the observatory, excuse me, and then there's Luth, Luthor and Just League, and the that gets knocked out by one of them saying, forgive me, sister. Yeah, because it turns out it was actually Superman who called her back, so she went, came calling, and then next thing you know, throw her in the trap, too. So now they've got all the CSA trapped in their little moon uh, prison. They also teleport her back to back into the, uh, the Watchtower, or the Panopticon, excuse me. Yeah, and Ultraman can't help but try to just keep doing the same dumb thing to try to escape flying up to the limits, yelling like rar. <laughs> then it fails yeah. every time. Cause he's a big dumbass. Maybe if I like try harder, it will ow. Yep. Doesn't work. Yeah. But then outside of their prison, the JLA tries to reestablish order on the planet. Uh, Wonder Woman puts out a big speech telling them that the years of tyranny are over and the people just kind of look up like dumbstruck, like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, this is a coup. Um, so one thing I got a question here is, let's see. So with some of the background uh, background art, so there's American Vodka, 
with the K again. What's with what's with the K? Are they run by Germans or is it like a is is America like a British? Not even British. Is is it part of the European Union, for instance? But even then, like, no. is it German run? Like, what's going on here? I thought maybe it had something to do with the KKK, but it never comes up. So it never comes back. Like, there's obviously certain spellings that have a K. Like you would you would place the C with a K, and that's mostly German. I don't know if Russia does that. I could be wrong on that, but usually, like, whenever, like, you know, in in um in Old Man Logan spoilers, like the reason it's called the United States of America is you know the one who's running it, who's the the president, and who's running it. But then there's the one thing that made me question this whole thing. This is what started my whole like, wait a minute, opposites. So we have what's the buzz? Tabs, Imperials, Seventeen, Ultra, Nicotine. Shouldn't it be Nicorette? I I don't know. I don't know. Like instead of instead of getting addicted to smoking, shouldn't everybody be having like in, in the gum? Yeah. If somebody's healthy, they should be unhealthy. Uh, if someone's you know short, they should be tall in the other universe, and. Especially with this, like, if all the Justice League are who they are in Earth One, then, like I said before, mentioned earlier, their sex, their appearance, their ethnicity should all be different. Yeah, but even the concept of a mirror universe itself is just so cartoonish, I think. Like, how did everything contrive itself to work out to the point where they're like, almost the same like Owlman's almost batman ultraman is almost superman just yeah. the, the contrivance is just such a cartoonish idea <laughs> i don't know do you like the uh classic uh toss episode mirror mirror um i think it's a fun episode it's definitely not a favorite but that's fair that's fair yeah but i, th- I think they take it too far in this book I okay mean, like maybe I maybe I am fully going like overboard with this, but like, yeah, you're thinking about it more than they were. I'll say. Okay. Yeah, I've, I claim no on no part of being smarter than uh, either of the two men, especially since they've written and drawn way more than I ever have. But it just no. I think they just thought it was a joke. Really? Yeah, that's that's genuinely what I think is. I really do feel like they just were having fun with the joke. Okay. Well, of doing the mirror universe. Okay. Fair enough. That is Grant Morrison for you. He sometimes, some people don't know whether he's, it's a joke for him or if it's not. Yeah. I mean, just, just the directions they take it in. I mean, they do some fun things with it. Like, I think it's fun having like their version of the flash being like hooked on some sort of speed Yeah, that makes them super fast. I think that's somewhat clever. But for the most part, I think it's just kind of silly jokes um, <laughs> extrapolated into a story that kind of works in some ways and kind of doesn't in other ways. But here's this British page here. So let's let's read this and let's see what we, we think. Uh, well, hang on a second. Sorry, there's a there's a little page there beforehand where we're in, we're in uh, Commissioner Wayne's office uh, back in Gotham. And we see the bat symbol in the sky. And then we have... Uh, a guy cleaning up the glass, a gla- uh, window replacer, and his name is Glasshopper. That's I, I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Then we have the uh, Luthor basically gloating uh, in front of Ultraman by hologram. Uh, your drug enhanced super cortex appears to have let you down this time. That's uh, that's pretty funny. 
doesn't it? And so yes, now we have now we have yes now we have both the British and we have um, the American stuff as well. Oh yeah, quickly before we jump into that, yeah, Boss Gordon also gets taken down. So basically, they clean up the whole act. Everyone's locked up, and now the world has a chance to be good again. Yeah, geez, boy, doesn't Boss Gordon look pretty gangly? Jeez. Yeah. Oh wait, I guess that was after the British stuff, but <laughs> I'm getting confused. Yeah, that's after the British thing, but it's it's okay. You can go. I don't know who the <laughs> shooter was supposed to be. That's a. Yeah, they never explain it. Yeah, I mean, it was I guess a man on the inside, but I don't know who it was supposed to be. I guess maybe it could could have been somebody, but yeah. So I guess so they're saying that America existed before Britain in this universe. How the f- does that work? And shouldn't it also have been? Yeah, because they say President Benedict Arnold declared war on the British colonies when they announced their independence from the U.S. back in 1776. So I don't I don't get that. <laughs> this is this is weird because shouldn't. In that universe, shouldn't the natives have driven them off? Yeah, it, that's not even like a mirror version. It's just like a weird, I don't know what kind of take. Like, or even even shouldn't the um shouldn't the Mayflower have sunk on the journey over? <laughs> shouldn't Columbus have not discovered yeah, it in fourteen ninety two? Like, yeah, but I guess skipping past this. Yeah, this is where this is where basically the the. The book broke for me. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. It definitely starts to break down. <laughs> how is it that how is it that New Frontier made more sense than this? That's that's a good question. How come that works oh. and this doesn't? It works in a, in a ton of ways. I think we can go back to our review to uh describe why we thought it worked so well, but <laughs> three hours worth of content in that <laughs> one, but uh, but right after I just want to quickly point out, right after boss uh Grissom or Grissom fuck Grayson maybe that was supposed to be him maybe that was supposed to be Grayson that was about assassinating him that'd be funny I was saying uh, Grissom from uh, the 89 <laughs> oh okay there we go yeah that's uh but um after boss Gordon I should say is locked up that's when we finally get the shot of um Superwoman with her thong routine going on um uh oh again I I look right at it and I'm I'm missing it <laughs> Yeah, there's also a weird thing where um, Batman's talking to Gordon, or fuck, I'm just getting this all mixed up. Batman's talking to Wayne. <laughs> yep. And all the bats start flying around be- beside them. Yeah. I didn't quite get that either. It's like, is they just are they really there, or is this like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I think he. Yeah, I, I feel he brings them in like he hasn't one of those. Oh yeah, like a sonic device. Not enhancers, but he has a sonic device that's attracting them there. I guess. Mm. Uh, I wish he used more like robotic bats in his arsenal instead of just having to use like live animals. Because that's that always made me go. I don't know. That's kind of kind of makes me a little nervous about that. But whatever. Yeah, but this after that after the Justice League have finally cleaned everything up in this world. That's when we get the big turn, um, at least somewhat of, somewhat of a big turn, when um, they start discussing that plane that appeared, because just like in the regular universe, Earth Prime or whatever, yep. Earth One, um, yeah, Earth One. This Earth also got a plane that had a whole bunch of dead people on it, except they had uh, hearts on the left side rather than the right. Yep. And so, um, 
yeah, they're like, well, if that plane appeared there 24 hours later, and then that's when they disappear and then head off into the other world. Dink, they're gone. Um, yeah, some of the stuff with the president, though, I know you don't want to, I don't want to keep jumping back, but <laughs> it's okay. It's, just, it's interesting what uh, they're doing over here where they're bringing, I, I sort of get that line with <laughs> what I, when I looked at that article about how like, oh yeah, some, there's some stuff that has to do with uh, Iraq and whatnot. It's like, uh, maybe I get what you mean, but I don't know about that and how bribes work here with gold. And he's like, I'm afraid you'll have to get used to a new way of thinking. It's like interesting. Yeah. Well, the president's just like, okay, if you're the new syndicate, then here's your bribes, you know, we'll do whatever you want. Basically <laughs> the, um, from, from infinity war. Uh, we don't, we don't do that here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, sorry. Now continuing on my bat, unless you had something to say about that. No, no, not really. That's, that's kind of why I skipped over. I didn't have too much to say. <laughs> yep. So now we have, I, I love, I always love shots of Superman with his, um, with his, his, uh, his head hung low. So that is, um, his eyes are covered by sh- in shadow. I always love those kind of shots mm. just with really anybody. It's, it's just a very, like, it's, it's a very, like, do you like that? <sighs> quietly put an S on his forehead. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I don't know if you like that or not. It's okay. It's a little obvious, but it's profound okay. image. That's what I meant to say. It's a profound image. Pardon me. Mm. Yeah, and they. Uh... Okay, what's what's going on in this scene here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're basically questioning, like, what's what happened? Why are we, what, 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 Why did this? Um, what's going on here? Um, and then we have the next scene where we basically have. You know, let, letting the crime syndicate of America reign free uh, in Earth One, and it's oh yeah, yeah, it's it's. I can't wait for you to get to Earth Two because, or Earth, sorry, the Ultimates Two because we're in DC here, and there's a scene in, or not even a scene. There's a whole like part of the book that's takes takes place in DC that's kind of similar to this, and it's it's insane. Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah, you'll see what I mean. But and then we have yeah. John Johns and, and Arthur Curry or AC uh, going at it and freaking Martian Manor comes in at Mach 10 and then 11. It's like, oh yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> yeah. And this was another kind of dark moment with um, Ultraman just hugging that. I don't know what that statue is, but uh, it's the, it's uh, I think is that the Senate. I don't remember correctly, but it's, but it's basically like, you know, it's it's the blind justice. Uh, well, she's not even blind. What am I even saying? So but I think it's supposed to be a symbol for justice. And yeah, it's just it's just a it's, it's um perverted image. That's what it is. Yeah, just and what's he what he's saying to is kind of creepy. Like a whole new world stretched out and screaming. You start with terror, always soften up with fear. He's just like getting such like such a thrill off it. It's kind of oh yeah, he's getting like a hard on for her basically. Yeah, it's disturbing. He he loves hearing the sound of his own voice. Basically, he loves monologuing because he's a villain. Yeah, Wonder Woman's Wonder Woman, a uh, Superwoman's gonna kill the president over here. You think that's supposed to be Bush? Oh wait, no, it wasn't even in there. Never mind. Is that supposed to be uh, Clinton? No. Hmm. Yeah, is it Clinton? I don't remember. Hey, by by the way, with that because he's right on top of that yellow. Um, eagle but it, the image looks kind of screwed you think that's supposed to be urine i kind of i kind of wondered <laughs> eagle eagle which when the president's like pinned down and she's got the lasso around his neck yep 
Well, that's supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to be a noose, a hangman's noose. Yeah, I just thought that was maybe like urine under him, but maybe I'm oh. just going crazy. <laughs> oh, no, that's the eagle. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the, I know what you're talking about. Sorry, I didn't look where you were. No, that's, that's the eagle. Sure. Um, whatever that symbol is in America. Also getting a little, little thong shot there. Um, the big yellow orb. I think that's supposed to be the Justice League entering, I believe. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah, I actually don't remember. Unless that's Ultraman doing something. Or that's Martian Manhunter entering the building. I don't know. Um, but yeah, another thong shot, which I didn't look at or not didn't realize. I was like, oh, okay, I guess so. Anyway, so we, we have a nice moment of, of, of AC um, saving to uh, a mom and a daughter. It's it's really nice. That's a nice little thing. And then just him kicking the crap, not even kicking the crap, but like just knocking out Power Ring like a boss. And this is the era where he also has his, um, he doesn't have an arm, um, which I don't, I, I, I think that was the same in, I think that's where he got her. His arm came off in Peter David's run. So yep. I wonder if it's similar to what happened in the, in the Bruce Tim show. Um, but it's, it seems as though he took his Bident, his, um, instead of a trident, he has a Bident and he took the head off of it and stuck it in as his arm, which is hand, which is awesome. Again, does it in the show and has the, uh, retractable, uh, rope launcher on it. That's really cool. Yeah. And in this little section here, is actually kind of lame in my opinion. Really? Because, of course, now we're going with, oh, they're the bad guys. Um, and they exist in a world where bad always succeeds. And when they come to this world, apparently good always succeeds. So they just go down like little bitches. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to like gush the scene of of Martian Manhunter just, just tearing Ultraman to shreds and not putting up with anything Superwoman says. That's just That's just great. Uh, I don't know. Ultraman's so like diminutive here. Like you can't do so. anything. I don't know. I just I love I love seeing Mark Manhunter being awesome. That's why. But I see your point. Yeah, I wish it was more awesome. But it's like anyone could beat him up at this point. I feel like even Aquaman could beat him up. It's a it's a curb stomp battle basically. Eh? And then even Owlman, just no one even has to defeat him. He defeats himself just simply by seeing that his parents died in this universe. Yeah, and it's like I give up. <laughs> That's it. Nothing else. And then we go back into we're back on Earth two, and we see Flash trying to create a a tunnel, basically to get back into a, a wormhole, back into Earth one. And here's where we get the reveal. Yep. Oh, and also we get the uh, sweet Bono. Uh, I never heard that before. Latin. Who profits? That's pretty much it. And the idea is like, you know, who who could have wanted uh, to find your universe? Who could possibly want to ensure that you and the syndicate were rendered ineffective? Who controls and maintains the cyclotron? Allow me to complete your painfully slow calculations. I am fully aware, Dr. Luthor. I have been for some weeks now. And dun-dun-dun, it's Brainiac. It was him this whole time. Yeah, what do you think about that reveal? Not surprising. Like, really not surprising. Yeah, I didn't feel like it was all that interesting either. Just kind of like, oh, okay. But it does make me question, not, 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 sorry, not question, but it's, um, what, what he does now, which is basically bringing both moon or bringing both Earth together, like where he's going to like collide them. 
uh, because you know you can't have two objects be in the same space at once. It reminded me very much of, I know you haven't seen it, but I think it was Age of Extinction from Transformers. Ooh. No, no, sorry, not. Uh, I think it was Transformers Three. Oh, Dark of the Moon. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I think it was that one where like they bring they try to bring Cybertron uh, to Earth. Hmm. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, I think that was that one. Interesting. I, I don't remember. I was thinking of a Doctor Who connection. I guess so. <laughs> the Stolen Earth. It's a very similar uh, image to th- this. Is a great image of Wonder Woman and Aquaman kind of looking up at the coming planet. Uh, that's uh, Superwoman. Oh, is that Superwoman? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where all of a sudden now everybody, we have uh, the Alliance of Conveniences where everybody, you know, doesn't matter who they are, from which Earth they are. It's like, oh, we kind of have to you know, work together now to, you know, again, beyond good and evil, beyond the moral, plus the conceptual framework, which limits third mind or third level intellect, such as your own. I'm free to upgrade plus evolve. Yeah, which which again I think is actually a really lame um, move because yeah they team up, but there's never any real discussion of morality between them anymore. It's just kind of like we need to team up because that's what we need to do. Yeah, the ideas kind of stop in that regard in terms of good versus evil. Do you think this story could have worked without Brainiac involved? I think it would have been better had they not introduced him. Yeah, it he's almost like a neutral element. Okay, because he's not like it, it. Almost seemed like they were saying that they he they found him, and he's like not part of either universe in a way. Like he's not either good or evil. Oh, I see. And so it it almost feels like a cop out in terms of exploring any sort of idea between, like, oh, so we got one universe where only good succeeds, one one universe where only bad succeeds, but Brainiac is almost like outside of that. At least that's what I I got I got from reading this. At least this time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they also just felt like, oh, how do we? What do we do here? Like, what are the superheroes got to turn bad to stop these guys? So, or maybe they thought, like I did, that, that when they came to the Earth One, they just got beat up like little pansies. That was kind of lame too. So. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a. It almost. You think this is like a 60s script revived where it was like, ah, this is like a single issue and they realize, ah, it's not going to work in the end. But then it turns out that Brainiac was behind the, not separation, but the, uh, the, 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 um, the connection, basically the connection between both worlds. In a, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I do like the, the image of Brainiac though. Like the little headless uh or only a head i should say yeah the organic uh syntellect as mm-hmm. he calls himself he's not a machine yeah he's very much uh yeah I, and that that makes more sense here because in earth one he's a machine i i know some depictions he's also organic but he's mostly a machine i mean i think he's always been seen as a machine or at least a high intellect machine in earth one but in earth here in earth two he's an organic that at least that seems that makes sense in, mm. f- in fact it even goes further it's like wait a minute shouldn't all the justly be machines then god dang it it's just <laughs> oh whatever yeah we get another uh monkey and uh or i guess ape i should say in dc ultra titanus which yep. titanus was already a character if i recall um, I believe so, yep. And he had anti-kryptonite vision, laser vision, but 
Titanus. I thought he had. Um, did he have Kryptonite Vision? He had Kryptonite Vision. This is if this is yeah. anti Kryptonite Vision, then that means Superman is in a, It's ineffective to him. He might have felt the blast, but that's all he felt. Actually, was it Titano or was it Titanus? Oh, maybe it was Titano. It was something like that. Yeah, I, I can't remember right now. Maybe I'll quickly look it up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Titano. Yeah, Kryptonite Vision. Yeah, so Ultra Titanus. Yeah, I, I like. I just like uh, the apes in <laughs> DC. I think it's kind of a funny thing they keep bringing back, but yeah. And then Wonder Woman puts him in the Phantom Zone, where he hopefully will not be in pain anymore. And then Flash is still trying to like get it so that the tunnels can be, or the tunnel can be open so that both worlds can be separated, so he can avert you know disaster. And I love before we you know he, he go like here's Johnny. Um, we have what Brainiac Brainiac just looks like a like a goat goat's head almost like he looks yeah. like one of those demons. Which I think was intentional. Yeah, he starts getting scary looking. Yep. I am becoming a nth level intelligence. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, this does feel like a sixties, uh, like his lines. Yeah, I feel like out of like a an old school comic. But anyway, yeah, Ultraman just shows up and grabs him out of there. So I literally, I assume that everybody just swapped places at one point. Yep, they just essentially went back home. Yeah. Like, okay. We're ditching out. You guys take care of it. You guys are in the bad universe, so that's what we need to uh, take care of this. And so then Superman, or sorry, Ultraman, basically lobotomizes Brainiac. Or, no, I don't know, he doesn't, he doesn't even do that. He, he starts out lobotomizing, and then he's like, ah, I'll just finish the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the good guys go back to their world, and the bad guys go back to their world. Start rebuilding their world, and we get that nice little shot of them... Uh, the reflections in the rain or on the steps, excuse me. That is a beautiful shot. Yeah, of them just talking about what's going on and how every action has an opposite reaction, stuff like that. Yeah, they they try to regain some sort of theme for this book <laughs> with this scene. Where they're like trying to <laughs> bring it back around and say, yeah, in the end, we were doomed to fail there and that it just has to be that way. Because that's you know the way that Earth is, or that universe is. Where, yeah, I love. Uh, I'm not sure who said it, but someone said, and perhaps they learned something. And perhaps they learned. They too learned something. Um, hmm. Yeah, either John or yeah, Superman. It, just, it looks like it's coming from John's reflections. So yeah, but that doesn't really make sense. He wasn't there. Actually, it is. It is him because his mouth is open. Oh, is it? Yeah. Weird, but I feel like Wonder Woman should be saying that, not him. Yeah, that is weird. And then back in um, back on Earth Two, we have you know everything's uh, what does what he call? Is it yeah, twelve o'clock, Brainiac, all's well. Yeah, uh, just you know, good. Both Johnny Quick and Power Ring there, threatening the super or the presidency, excuse me. And Gotham yeah. is Owlman's all happy because now he gets to take everything back down. Yep, Gordon's locked up, and or I guess Gordon's probably dead by now. <laughs> probably, I'm a little pissed off that uh, the Owlman fried or the Owlman, excuse me, the uh, Ultraman fried that cat, but that's just me. Me too, because I was like, oh, interesting. Like, had they just left it with the last image being her and Owlman kind of looking at the cat, thinking like, hmm, like maybe we will do some good. Because she was just talking like, why do they do it? Why do they help all these people? What do they get out of it? 
Yep. And she looks up at the cat, like considering, like, oh, maybe I'll help that cat out of that tree. And then no, they don't do anything with it. Now Ultraman just kills it. Uh, not really. He missed because he was aiming for uh, Owlman. Because the again the belligerent sexual tension continues. Well, Owlman says he missed, but I I don't think Ultraman has any interest in killing Owlman. He likes their romance that they have. He likes the uh, he likes uh, the weekly uh, not the he, he likes the routine. Yeah, I think he maybe also gets off on watching them, but then letting them know that he sees. Like, there's some sort of weird sexual dynamic going on in this book. I mean, if it was... They'd all be having sex with each other for Pitt's sakes. Like, why not just do that? Then nobody's, like, that angry. Maybe there's, like, a cuckolded element for Ultraman where he, like, likes that they're going around his back and he's just always up there watching and they know he's Hmm. watching and... Because they always point out to like, oh, he can't always be watching us, right? But they know he is. That makes sense because if like the Justice League, if in Earth One, Crime Syndicate, I remember, keep remembering to say that. Um, and I never brought up America because, but well, post thoughts, of course. But yeah, if the if if Earth One Justice League is all like, I don't know, not not so much asexual, but like they're all doing their own thing. They all have their own personal lives. And these guys don't have their personal lives. These, all, all the crime syndicate should be intermingling and, and having sex with each other. Well, there's only one woman, but... <laughs> I, that doesn't... Uh, yeah, and? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess they don't really get into sexuality, the other two, but with um, at least Batman, all, or fuck, Owlman, <laughs> Ultraman, and Superwoman, I mean, they there's some sort of weird dynamic there with maybe... Ultraman gets off on Owlman being with her in some way. I don't know. They don't really explore it too much, but who knows? Again, I still question why it's called the Crime Syndicate of America. Uh, there's no answer. Yeah, there's no answer. It's just like the KKK airline. No answer. It's just a joke. It's cool for shock value or just like, ooh, look at how different this is. Yep. So I, I will say this, that it certainly... <sighs> It, it certainly is way more it at least explores an idea of multiverse and sticks with like only two earth so i'll give it that like that's a that's a pro it's like i guess best thing is that it sticks with that but worst thing is that and yet it doesn't do the whole like mirror universe thing because had they never said anything about like it's our mirror counterparts i think i wouldn't have started thinking about how like well wait a minute wouldn't like wouldn't these people not exist because if it was the opposite of earth one, that would mean that there'd be no life on that planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They call, they even call it a mirror reflection of your universe. Like, I don't know. I just, I brush up against that idea right away. That just seems too silly. But again, I guess they did it in star Trek. So maybe I can't, uh, maybe I shouldn't knock. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, uh... Maybe if they all had goatees and mustaches, maybe then I wouldn't have mind. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this book needed way more goatees and mustaches. I want to see a... I need a updated version of this where it's everybody's got a goatee. Oh, but yeah, final thoughts. Um, what did you think of the book? Because I remember you were more positive than I was on it. Well, that was... Originally, I thought this was... When I first read this, like, you know, 2015, I thought this was really good. I thought this was some strong storytelling. And then as I've read more of... On everything but as i've read more of stuff various things and gotten to understand multiverse more um 
it's this is not the worst thing I've ever read uh, with with multiverse, but it's certainly uh, there's there's some interesting ideas in here, but at least to think about and then like counter with. But other than that, yeah, no, I, I very light, not feeling it, but I I don't honestly like dislike it. Yeah, I would also go with a, a light, not feeling it, just in the sense that I do enjoy the art. And I think I've mentioned on the podcast before that um, sometimes, you know, a bad book can get away with being bad if, if the art's good. Yeah. And sometimes a good book can be ruined by bad art. I mean. And the uh, and the dialogue is not atrocious. Nope. Oh, yeah. I, I think the uh, the main Justice League is well represented. I think there's some fun stuff with Owlman. I think it's kind of a fun character. But yeah, the ideas of the in the story itself never really coalesce into something interesting for me besides just like a passive reading. I don't come away with any like pondering any ideas of like, oh, what is what is this trying to say about morality? And I don't get any of that stuff from this book, which is too bad. What does this mean in terms of quantum physics and and <laughs> oh nothing quantum string theory and all that stuff and this is i think this is way more a story over character book yep unless you want to go with like it's a care like it's a a alexander luther story i I don't i don't know about that it would have been better if it was they sort of did that in the movie didn't they yeah and with owlman too they put a lot more focus on the kind of character ideology yes they realized that he was a. Uh, they, they turned him into a omni uh, genocidal nihilist, yeah. and yeah, was nihilist. like, <laughs> instead of blowing up one Earth, why don't we blow up all of them? Yeah, this one. All all he needed was, oh, my parents are dead in this universe. I guess I have no purpose anymore. Also, I only exist to hate my dad. <laughs> didn't see many uh, owls represented in this book. We got a lot of bats, but we never got many owls. Yep. Is that what's what's up with that? Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't, it, it's fine for just like if this was in the middle of someone's run and this was just a collected edition, but the fact that this was a graphic novel on its own released this way. A standalone. I think makes it slightly worse, you know? <laughs> Actually, it's funny. This is almost like a standalone episode uh, from like Standalone Complex. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you'll, you'll get it eventually. Sure. But would you recommend, Caleb, JLA Earth 2 to people? I wouldn't, no. I would say go read We 3 and skip this book. I would suggest go read All-Star Superman. <laughs> uh, but would you also recommend... Would you prefer them to have... Or, sorry, would you prefer uh, the the viewer who listen, or the listener go watch the movie instead of the book? Absolutely. I'd say just watch the movie if you can skip the book. Yep. It's almost has nothing to do with the book other than like using some characters and that's it. Yeah. And it takes what, what little it takes from the book. I feel like it takes in better directions in the movie. So, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's about all I gotta, gotta say about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to just like doom and reading tower of Babel. I don't know if we're going to do a review on that one, but I guess it's up to you. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll, you all will find out eventually, but for now, thank you for listening once again to uh, us, the Novice Elitists. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, those in between, have a good rest of your day, afternoon, night, morning, evening, what have you. 
and join us next time for when we do way more stuff, whether it's commentaries, reviews, uh, scene by scene, panel by panel, what have you. And I hope you join us next time. Peace. Yeah, and I hope you join us. I know. Oh, God dang it! Oh my! Speculation: The premise: The good guys travel to another land to easily topple an evil regime, only to completely fumble establishing a working new order. Could feel like a thinly veiled treaties on the Iraq War, except it was written two and a half years before the invasion of Iraq. They're saying Earth Two feels like that. That's just some speculation, but I wouldn't go with that. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Interesting. Yeah. Are you still trying to look up whether it was uh, part of a run? Oops. That's all right. Man, that man is handsome. Even if he's 61 years old. Uh, Morrison? Yeah. I just looked up Grant Morrison, JLA. Earth 2A. Uh, just JLA. Because with Earth 2, it just said it was a... It looks like maybe it was just like a solo book that he decided to write. Yeah, okay. But in the midst of a huge run on Justice League. Yeah, it's it's literally what uh, Tower of Babel is, isn't it? It's like, it was a story within his run of Justice League, right? No, it looks like it was just um like an its own monthly book that they put out for... um How, how, how long was it here? But it was like a side um, part of his run, like not actually connected to it. Yeah. At least that's the sense I got. It's kind of difficult to say. Wikipedia is not super helpful on this. Yeah, fair enough. All right. All right. Sorry. Let's not <laughs> further. Let's uh, let's get this one started. Eh? Actually, you know what? I don't think it was a monthly book. I think it was just a graphic novel. Yeah, I think he just released it in a graphic novel. Eh? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>